Welcome to the Christian Music Industry Podcast, powered by ChristianMusicMarketing.com. We are here to help Christian musicians, songwriters, and artists connect with one another, learn from one another, and to pull back the curtain to give you a behind-the-scenes look at the Christian music industry. Let's get started. Hey. Hey, Wizard. Uh, how's your day so far? Oh, going well. Um, we we had some moose run through the backyard here. That was oh, pretty wow. exciting. <laughs> yeah, nothing nothing like a twelve hundred pound beast just running through your yard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is how that about like you, a bro? Thing? <laughs> yeah. Um, it is right now. You know, we live in we live in Wyoming right now, and so in October before the winter. All, all of the animals really are just going crazy. The bears are trying to eat before they hibernate, and the, the elk, moose, deer are all in rut. So it's, it's just it's just crazy. It's a zoo. No wow. no no joke. Um, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, thanks for joining us, and I look forward to having you share a little bit about yourself and your journey. Uh, first, uh, we always like to do some rapid fire questions, you know, that are just fun, quick. Um, so I'm going to ask you some questions, just blurt out whatever comes to mind first. <laughs> All right. All right. So what's your favorite coffee or tea drink? Oh, um, I would have to say that the Cuban at Crema oh. five years ago. Okay. <laughs> Not the new one. The, okay. The, b- before they made it um, a, a little more uh, Nashville, uh, I liked it when it was sweeter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, what's your favorite social media platform right now? Um, I think it's always been Instagram, and I love the reels. Like sometimes I'll just be laughing at I don't know uh, something crazy, like gorillas dancing. With the, the one that's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fun stuff. Love to laugh. And um, yeah. sometimes stuff pops up. You're like, whoa, you know, skip. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I see some of these reels and I'm like, one, how did they capture this? I know. <laughs> I know. Two, why did they capture this video? You know? <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, I, I like the entertaining ones, but some of them, like, there's kind of no point that it's real because you're literally just watching somebody yell at somebody else or something, you know? <laughs> right, right. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Um, what's your favorite cartoon growing up? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I really liked the traditional Looney Tunes, you know, yeah yeah that that and and i would say you know anything bugs bunny roadrunner wiley coyote um really like that growing up i'm kind of before the doug and rugrats era i'm a little older than i look but i'm gonna say looney tunes okay Uh, what's your favorite instrument? Oh man! In what setting? Um, uh, it, I guess one maybe share what you pl- like. You actually play. If that's a favorite. Yeah. Instrument, and one yeah. maybe that you wish you could play. <laughs> yeah. Well, gosh, I 
uh, I really like, I mean, I play the guitar, you know, anything with that and piano, love, love to write on those instruments, especially the piano. Mm. Um, but dude, I love the Lord of the Rings style flute. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's 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 an amazing instrument. That that kind of flute playing. I don't know, bro. I mean, maybe I just shared too much. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> but it's a, it's a great sound. I like it. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite hobby? Um, probably painting. Um, okay. you know, if if we're talking like non non music related, um, yes. I, I think painting, uh, specifically landscapes and portraits and animals. It's yeah, it's fun. Oil painting. Yeah. I really love oh. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you paint the moose that you saw? <laughs> no, I painted another moose. Okay. I, I just packed it up, but I have a print here. I'm going to rip it off the wall. Um, I did this recently. Oh wow! Yeah, just like a oh, here's a bigger Man, one. That's impressive. Of like a wow. smiling, yeah. It's it's fun to paint and it's really relaxing. Teeth are hard. Oh yeah, very very hard. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing's hard for me. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Unless it's a stick figure, you know, I could draw that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's a. Yeah. Uh, Someone watching D. Kaylin King that says hi, guys. I'm assuming... That's my wife. Okay. I was like, I'm assuming she's related to you. <laughs> well, thanks for watching. Uh, we appreciate your spousal support. <laughs> so... I love yeah. you, babe. <laughs> so, yeah, let's uh, talk about you know, your, your story. Uh, how long ago did you guys get, get married and how did you guys meet? Yeah. Yeah. So we got married 13 months ago in Colorado. Oh, wow right in the thick of COVID and we put some major asterisk on our invitation, like due to, due to COVID-19, you know, we, our, our wedding invite looked a little bit like a, like walking into an airport disclaimer due to COVID-19. <laughs> uh, we don't know if we're going to have, um, you know, room for five fifty or 500. So just hang tight, but you're invited. And <laughs> one of our, one of our alternative solutions was maybe we'll have a, a drive-through ceremony. Like you can drive by as, <laughs> as we're doing it and we'll hand you cake after, <laughs> you know, uh, good to see you snap a photo and, yeah. but, but don't hug me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crazy times. So yeah, we yeah. got married in the middle of the, the pandemic and, um, in Colorado, and we actually had a great wedding. And due to the county we got married, and we were able to have over a hundred people there, oh. and it was it was awesome. And it, you know, no one got sick, so it was great. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and then we moved up to up here to Jackson Hole, um, where I'm at the the Gateway Campus up here uh, now, and we we just love it, man. And uh, get to see some beautiful things, and it's it's been an amazing way to have our our first year you know there's a lot of i know you know this but a lot of moving shaping molding that happens in that first year of mm. being married so it's been good to kind of be in a small town and away from a lot of busyness and yeah 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 awesome. and how did you guys meet we met in santa barbara california oh cool yeah at a prayer event 
um, that was going on. So, you know, I, I don't know if you remember this, but I wrote that pro-life song, Not Forgotten. And mm. um, yeah, and after that, yeah. I, I was playing it in Washington, D.C. And these people walked into the room um, and it was as soon as I saw them, it was the weirdest God thing. I knew these people are really important and I need to stay close with them. And I think they might know my my wife. That's crazy. It was a crazy thought that all wow. kind of hit me all at once. You know, it's one of those r rare God things it doesn't happen all the time. And so wow. um, sure enough, they invited me out to their place after meeting them in D.C. They said, hey, we're having a prayer event. Can you come lead worship? And so I was like, yeah. So oh, wow. went out there to their place. And Kaylin um, was actually being mentored by these people. And oh. she still is. And we, we both, we, we love this couple so much. They're kind of a, you know, spiritual mentors to, to us. And they're out in Southern California, wonderful folks. So that's how we met. We met through them and through that song, which is really cool. Wow. It's a cool story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be really funny yeah. if your wife um, left a comment saying like, we actually met on an online dating site. <laughs> <laughs> Farmersonly.com. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, I mean, I think when you get married, I mean, there there's a lot of growth that happens in you, pruning and, you know, just, oh, yeah. I mean, it's a whole different thing when, like, two people are, you know, becoming one versus um you're still you know some marriages you're still kind of living your own life individually yeah so yeah i think uh the biblical marriage you know i think is a whole different way like a, a way of life than the worldly approach i would say you know yeah and that's what we say is if if our goal is to be biblical to be like to become more like jesus through our marriage then those rubs that you have are actually good things. You know, yeah. they, they become, Hey, make me more like Jesus moments. And that's, it, it, I'll, I'll say this, you know, for anyone watching that's, you know, wants to be married or is about to get married is um, our first year was just because we had that in mind was way easier than everyone. Everyone was setting us up for world war three, you know, mm. get, get ready. <laughs> get your counselor now, you know, <laughs> like, like, Oh my gosh. And, um, yeah, it's, it's been great. Yeah. Um, someone actually said when you learn to be completely selfless, marriage is amazing. Yes. Which, you know, that's always hard for all of us. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. So, um, yeah. and then someone also asked, when will you be doing another open invite to your aisle stone? Oh, playlist. Oh, Oh, playlist. Okay. Wow, that really did a weird <laughs> spelling <laughs> correction. I was like, man, is this like a Lord of the Rings reference? I don't know. <laughs> I thought maybe it was like something that you knew about. <laughs> but um, I have a conference. Like, yeah. If you're <laughs> called Alan's about <laughs> yeah. If you're asking about uh, playlists that uh, we've opened up before, uh, we actually aren't doing it collaboratively anymore. We're not making it like collaborative once a month, but you can actually go to my website, wisdommoon.com, and there's a playlist button on the website, and you can submit your songs there. So uh, thanks for asking that question, uh, but we'll be sharing that in the future as well, just to let you guys know. But uh, so Phil... Uh, tell us about your journey of writing songs. Like, how did you get into writing and music and all of that? Yeah, that's a great question. Well, 
I was actually thinking about that this morning, believe it or not. But I, I grew up in an extremely musical environment. It mm. was kind of not by choice. Um, uh, I, I wouldn't say it was careerist or force, but um, I, I just wanted to play baseball growing up mm. and, and basketball. And um, I, I grew up in this little church that was formerly uh, uh, a Pentecostal denomination. And we had, I kid you not, the best Hammond B3 organ player oh, ever. Wow. <laughs> you know, before everyone knew about Corey Henry and all these other guys, you know, like we had that guy at our church. And I, I grew up around some like great, musicians and yeah. um you know i was kind of forced to sing because <laughs> my yeah. mom was the was the the um children's choir director and it's some sweet memories and i mm. i remember hearing some phenomenal alto soprano tenor part choir stuff going on as a little kid and my my grandparents even um they went on staff at the Brooklyn Tabernacle. I don't know if you've heard oh, of that, Jim Cimbala. Yeah. yeah. So my, my, um, yeah, David Leonard, that's his name. Love you, Sri. <laughs> um, David Leonard, the man. But um, so my grandparents went on staff there. My, my, my papa, I call him, he was actually the pastor over the choir. Um, mm. So I was around some phenomenal uh, uh, music growing yeah. up. And so, you know, you, you fast forward to high school, teenage years, and it, I just kind of realized, you know what? I don't think I'm going to play Major League Baseball, and I don't think I'm going to be in the NBA. Um, so I, I really just noticed, and I also noticed, too, I really just was so in love with the presence of the Lord that would come when people would worship together. I just mm. thought it was the most... He's the most incredible thing ever. Really fell in love with that, you know, yeah. in, in junior high, high school. And um, that's really it. It was kind of this, wow. this uh, stew, this melting pot of like 15, 20 years of being in this environment. Um, and so, yeah, started writing songs uh, in high school, got kind of serious about it. College got really serious about it. Mm. And then that's when um, folks in Nashville um, started hearing and kind of, hey, what are you, what are you doing? Um, mm -hmm. why, don't, why don't you move to Nashville? You know, like all of us heard at one point or another. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so that's, that's really it. And, you know, I, I love to, to sing and I love to, to play. But I think what's so neat about um, songwriting wisdom is, is that, you, it's something that can outlive you for so long. Mm. Um, and it's something that is, it's, it's bigger than you too. Yeah. Like someone else can sing it. So, uh, another people in other nations can sing it. And it's yeah. like, you leave a deposit of your walk with Jesus and your love for Jesus in a special way mm. um, that outlasts you. And so all of those dynamics, you know, I really uh, fell in love with, with writing that's that's mm. kind of kind of the story there and had a lot of great people come into you know that i can't thank enough like jenny lee riddle um people who um were just sweet enough kind enough brave enough bold enough to say 
hey, you're doing that wrong. You know, <laughs> there's a there's a better way to do that. Yeah. Um, and uh, like Tony Wood, I remember meeting Tony Wood and Michael Farron, um, a lot of great writers uh, just being around my early 20s that mm. um, like, hey, young whippersnapper. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So sorry for the awesome. long, long answer. No, I think that's really good for people to hear. And also, you know, I know you also release music and write, but mm -hmm. also I think it's good for people to remember, like, you you can just be a songwriter. Like, you can write songs, mm -hmm. and maybe you're supposed to be the writer, but somebody else is supposed to be the one that delivers the song. You yeah. Because um, I think a lot of times... Um, people that have that creative, you know, aspect of songwriting, uh, maybe, you know, they feel like they have to release it themselves, which yeah. sometimes maybe having a, somebody else deliver that and present that song, it will reach further than if you yeah. did. So, uh, yeah, there could be a great song, but then if the person that's performing it or delivering it uh, isn't the best, you know, representation yeah. of the song, then... Uh, it may not help connect people to that song. So I would encourage people with that too. Yeah. Uh, it's okay to just be a songwriter like Tony Wood. He's a great example. <laughs> yes. Tony's just, just a songwriter. He doesn't release music. He's not an artist, you know. Bro, have you ever taken a ride in Tony Wood's car? No. It is It is like going back to 1985. He would, <laughs> I know he'd be laughing if he, if he heard me say this, but one time we went to Chick-fil-A together and he's like, here, just hop in my car. Man, it is like a Buick Oldsmobile, something like that. Like it, straight out, still has the tape player in it. And, wow. he has, and he has cassette. He had cassettes. I'll never forget it. He had cassettes in his front seat. And I was like, wow. I was like, Tony, you, you listen. And he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's one of those writers, too. He actually writes down, you know, he's got a pocketbook. Yeah. I love that guy so much, you know, and. I don't think people realize how many great songs he's written for a lot oh, of great yeah. artists, but that's such a worthy conversation to have is um, I find that some of the best songwriters are actually um, not great or well-known artists mm -hmm. because it actually sets them up to become a great writer. Yeah. The fact that, Oh, I, I can't sing a middle C or, or, or do runs all day long or put an artistic touch on something the fact that they approach songwriting in a in a in a, in a simpler more thought out form yeah. i think is actually a recipe for for some of yeah. these guys sometimes i'm a bad writer because i'm a strong vocalist or mm. you know I, I i'll write things that i'm that actually do, it doesn't translate to uh the masses or corporate worship you know Mm. Um, singing it well so that's kind of um something i mull around in my head constantly is i'm always thinking you know you have to almost switch brains when you're writing um so yeah that's sorry for that <laughs> no that's that's really good stuff because yeah you know, yeah there's also a difference between writing songs for yourself in your own projects versus yes. writing for somebody else's project you know oh yeah you look oh, at yeah. it and approach it really differently. And I think the people that are able to do that well, like Tony Wood, yeah, they're very successful in songwriting. Like yeah. I think Tony probably has over a hundred radio singles, you know, in his right. career. So, right. yeah, I think, um, you know, there, there are people called to do both and there are people called to do just the artist side or just the songwriting side. And it's all good. I think 
uh, one of the things, you know, I've had to learn um, in my early 20s is embracing what God's given me mm. and not trying to force something to happen or like mm-hmm. force things uh, in me that like maybe I'm not wired for, you know, and mm-hmm. not shying away from that or being embarrassed about like, you know, what your gifts are versus somebody else's gift, you know, mm-hmm. so uh, what would you say, you know, maybe to an up and coming songwriter slash artist that's trying to navigate that and and maybe even um, trying to figure out, like, how do I even go about, um, uh, you know, really pursuing this? Well, you, you just said something so awesome about um, just being honest with what your 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 gift sets are. I think. um you know, when it's time to really look at, okay, because there, there are so many channels, there are so mm. many avenues, there are so many sounds. Um, and I think the first thing I would say is, uh, <laughs> I would step back from comparing big time. Mm. Uh, don't, yeah. don't look at, you know, what the other big guys are doing. Um, really, really get with with Jesus and get honest, like you were saying. And uh, okay, what what am I called to do? What's my sound? What's my? I, if there was one thing I wish I would have figured out earlier in life, is um, who, who am I? And what what mm. what does the Lord call me to be? And what is what is the sound that He's wants to release through these yeah. hands? And and I'd say to, to find that out sooner and earlier the better and that's something that um really the best person to reveal that to us is the holy spirit is is jesus i feel like when we get into this comparing thing which is really easy to do these days um you know it's it's just it's you can get depressed and you can get distracted um and and you can really um start producing a sound that that maybe the lord never intended to come out um and so i think that's the Mm. first thing i would do is is really find hey hey lord what's my voice because you know even when you read the gospels matthew mark luke and john they're all different yeah and and that's wonderful um every book of the bible distinctly different and that's and that's amazing and that's something that um you know when matthew was writing his gospel he probably wasn't looking. Hey, Mark, what are you doing? <laughs> hey, Luke, what, what are you doing? Hey, Joe, yeah. what are you doing? And and I feel like identifying. Okay, who who am I? And being comfortable in your skin and just being okay with that is, um, and and not just being okay with it, but being like, yeah, this is this is me, and embracing it, celebrating mm-hmm. it, um, and really walking in it. And so, that is something too that I feel like I wrestle with, mm-hmm. being a someone who loves to write so much and someone who also I feel called to be an artist so much yeah. because you can kind of mix the two and you can step into, like we were referencing with um, Tony earlier. Yeah. Um, you can put on all these different hats and then, and mean, meanwhile, you know, Phil, I'm over here like, wait, who, who am I? Yeah. You know, so making those strong distinctions uh, with your lanes, I think is a, is a very, um, wise thing to do you know because when i put in switchfoot i'm expecting switchfoot you know yeah. when i put in uh you name it 
need to breathe. I'm expecting to hear, you know, need to breathe. Um, and so, yeah, I think, I think that's, that would be my biggest thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it is so easy nowadays to compare because you have access to everybody's music, everybody's social media. I know. And it's actually hard to avoid those things. Yeah. Whereas, you know, in the Bible time, but they didn't have any of that. <laughs> so, like, right. Yeah, David, right. when he's writing his songs, you know, his prayers to God and songs, like there was nobody to compare that to. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think mm-hmm. it's a constant reminder that we need to, you know, remind each other and ourselves to really be content in like where God's put us and the gifts that God's given us and not look to the left or to the right. Uh, So I'd love to also know, like, because you you mentioned you were looking at going into baseball and then you shifted (laughs) to music. So how did your parents kind of handle that? Like, because, you know, some parents tend to kind of push their kids towards what they did when they were kids or what they mm-hmm. wish they did when they were kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so how, how did your parents kind of like play a role in that? Yeah. So um, I feel like me and especially me being the oldest child, um, there's a lot of experimenting that, that happens um, yeah. where <laughs> I know I would share things with my parents and sometimes the Lord would speak things to my heart. Hey, you're mm-hmm. going to do this in your future. And I would say it to my parents and sometimes it'd be like, what? (laughs) (laughs) But, but the neat thing is, is um, sometimes I feel like there'd be a little bit of shell shock with that. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the end of the day, uh, it just developed in me. Hey, just trust the Lord. Hey, just, just trust what he said. Um, His word is enough to go off of Mm -hmm. for your future. And I feel like uh, kind of the thing that I, you know, um, and by the way, I wasn't like going to be a pro baseball player or anything like that. When I said that, that was like, you know, 13, 14 years old. Um, But but definitely like, for example, when I would bring up, hey, I feel like the Lord's called me to write songs. It's like, what? That's (laughs) that's that's not a real job, you know? Um, and, and, and to, to a degree, I, under, I, I, I totally agree with that, you know, um, as far as it's, it's not practical, it's not tangible. I mean, when you're writing a song, the, the field that you work on is silence, mm. you know, uh, that's literally your office as a songwriter is silence. It's literally the, the lack of sound. So it's such mm. an intangible thing. Yeah. So when I would share that with my, my parents and be like, hey, mom and dad, you know, I think I want to be a songwriter. I, I feel like that's what I'm supposed to do with my life. It'd be like, what? <laughs> and um, I, I just had to really just thank them, um, you know, because there were some moments where uh, obviously, you know, with hesitation and with prayer, um, they let me step out and, and do some things. Um, and kind of, kind of the deal that my dad and I made was, um, well, you need to finish college. So yeah. I did, <laughs> <laughs> I just did it online while I was traveling <laughs> everywhere. Um, and it's, it's really beautiful because, you know, when, when, when God speaks something to your heart, he, he knows everything, right? So he takes those friction points into consideration. 
he's aware of situations with with parents he's aware of conflict that can come up so it's like as i just took each step and was faithful and trusted god with uh okay he's asked me to do this uh he's asked me to do that he kind of worked it all out in time mm. and we've actually had some really cool moments even with my parents where cuz it wasn't all perfect you know there yeah. were some moments where it was like uh especially very early on um hey i think you need to go get a real job now <laughs> and um and i i don't blame them i'll i'll probably do it someday too um and uh it just took some time but there's been some cool beautiful moments in the last couple of years where i've gotten to sit down with my parents and they've actually said hey what god told you to do it really was what god told you to do mm. and so that's what i mean when the lord he knows all of that yeah. and i think it's it's neat to um there there's a way to honor authority yet still say hey I think God's actually calling me to go this way mm-hmm. and and to do it right, you know, and to do it with a with with a being in kindness and in love. Um and so that's kind of I know that's kind of a big story that I just shared but um I think at the end of the day to to put a period on it would be um God's word is enough and what he's asked us to do we we can really trust him and that he'll work all of that out. Yeah. 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 And along the road, uh you do, you know, grow in that and there's pain, you know, pain um growing pains in it. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. yeah. God wants us to continue to grow in our relationship yeah. with him and others and you know, when you're growing there's there's pain. Uh And he uses people. So, you know, a yeah. huge part of us growing in God is our interactions with people. and that's that's that is um sometimes yeah. the 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 rub or the sandpaper is is each other that he uses to make us more like him yeah and it takes mm-hmm. a lot of humility to oh yeah yeah <laughs> it does it does yeah to listen it to does. other people and um yeah so thanks so much for sharing that i think that's really you know a good perspective uh to be reminded yeah. of um so Do you have anything coming up or that you've recently done that you want people to know about that they should, you know, keep an eye on? Yeah, so um you know the song um The Thief and then the Pray Pray for the Saints, those are two newer songs that were just kind of one-offs and um it was really neat that song Pray for the Saints has really been an encouragement for people to you know wrote it up based off what's going on in Afghanistan and mm. it's horrible but um um anyways that's been awesome but also in January we'll be going to Nashville to record a uh another album so this oh. is number 4 or 5 and so nice. um yeah we're real excited about it and writing um some songs for that now and cool. um Yeah, so and that's that is uh going to be with uh people in songs. Um Oh yeah. And so, you know, like I got sharing with you uh, d- during some dialogue earlier, but real excited. Um I love 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 that whole crew and have a, a long history. We've at at 
three or two different points before now over the last 10 years we've talked about doing a project together mm-hmm. and i'm so excited i'm like okay it's time yeah and um i'm 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 real excited about the songs because you know there's a lot of white noise out there we, yeah. we all know we all know that and um i feel like the the, the, the older i get the more I've, i'm turning into like keith green or something mm. where it's, <laughs> where it's just like <laughs> I just want to just say it, you know, just yeah. say, just speak into um, what's going on in the world, um, macro and micro in the church, macro and micro. And at the same mm. time, um, minister to, to God's heart. And yeah. so um, I'm really excited about these these songs that we're working on. There's a lot of um, uh, good stuff coming out yeah. that I'm, I can't wait to share yeah that's that's really good um like a way to think about it too is you know just say it (laughs) like what's what's on your heart because you know in our climate today too with you know the cancel culture it's easy to be afraid to say Mm -hmm. something that you feel like you're supposed to say Mm -hmm. and let the pressures of society and culture you know dominate and really dictate what you write and what you say in music and like yeah. in the pulpit and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think that's really, you know, really awesome that you're um, going into it that way and approaching yeah. it that way. And so I'm excited yeah. to hear the new album coming out. And uh, I'm sure, you know, when you, when you do just say it, there might be opposition and stuff like that. Yeah. So, All um, the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I called in my, my um, hate mail songs. Uh, you get, you get the, the, the YouTubers, you know, yeah. whatever. Like, oh, wow. Um. <laughs> yeah. I recently watched the video clip. I think it was uh, on YouTube of America's Got Talent. This artist wrote a song out of all the hate comments she got on YouTube and like Twitter and stuff. And no way. Like, verbatim, like what they said in their comment about her music and about no her. No way. <laughs> it was pretty epic. <laughs> wow. That, yeah. that's phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Uh, so I want to encourage you guys as you're watching and listening, um, even now or later on the podcast, Check out Phil King's music on Spotify. Check out uh, his stuff on social media. And be sure to follow him on all those platforms. Um, I always like to tell people, follow your favorite artists on Spotify because that really helps them be noticed by the Spotify algorithm and the editors. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, I didn't know that. Yeah, the little, you know, tap or click you do to follow the <laughs> artist uh goes a long way. You know, the oh, wow. little heart you click on Spotify goes a long way. So, uh it's a very easy way and free way to support your favorite artist. So, mm-hmm. thanks for watching today, Phil. Thanks for taking your time to join us today. It's been a lot of fun. Oh, thanks, bros. Good to good to be on and and um always good to talk with you. Yeah. All right. Have a great rest of the day. Okay, you too. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Christian Music Industry Podcast, powered by Christian Music Marketing. To find out how we can partner with you to increase your impact and influence with integrity, please visit our website, christianmusicmarketing.com, or check us out on Instagram, at Christian Music Marketing. See you next time.